Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to the next episode of What's the Tea? Today we have a special guest with us. I will let him introduce himself. <laughs> What's going on? And it's Raps, uh, DJ, producer, uh, other other things. Yes, your boy Raps on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what's what's your deal? Um, what do you do? Um, DJ, I put together events. Um, you know, working with artists, kind of connecting them to, uh, you know, connecting the dots. Okay. Whenever, whenever I can. I like that. Mm-hmm. Go, is there go-to guy, whatever? Oh, go-to guy. Um, is there a specific like type of musical artist that you like to work with or um, genre? No, no, I don't like to to block myself from anything that could be coming my way. I like that. I like that. Um, all right. So, what are we talking about today, Tiara? Well, yes, it's Tiara and Tajay. Yes, the girls. The girls. The girls. And congratulations um, on your first episode. Oh my gosh! Thank, thank you. you. Wow. I, I was so I was a listener. I, yeah. I reached out. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, he reached out, gave an incredibly meaningful shout out. So that was dope. So appreciate it. I had, to, I had to let you know it was real. I was like, <laughs> I had to refer to things that y'all like mentioned at like the 38 yeah. minute mark. Okay. I'm Word. like, nah, I, she, need, I mean, she needs to know I'm for real listened. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. fake listened. That's exactly. cute. No, I love he that. said, when you said this and this and this, I said, oh, he listened. Oh. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I see what you're doing here, which is great. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. All, of, all support appreciated. All supportive, <laughs> but to actually have someone reach out and speak to what yeah. we were actually like, speaking about was really great. And yeah. It's been Had me feeling real good. So that was cool. Yes. <laughs> and it got him here. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> you know, yeah. and we are not shy to have like... Am I, am I your first guest? You are our first like, guest. Like you even are, in, even in the the yeah, but when the episodes our, were in the incubator. Yes, like, yes, oh, you are it's our first official right. guest. I'm Which honored. is why we have the rosé. Yes, uh, we have our celebratory so drinks. We did so not cheers, cheers actually. Cheers, cheers to cheers. our first guest, John. Who I'm really excited to just talk to you about what we have to talk about. Yes, we will be talking about how family trauma kind of sounds heavy. Yes, I know, but. We're going to be speaking about how family trauma affects us in our adulthood mm-hmm. and how we are able to identify it and do our best to navigate throughout this roller coaster of life, which is always constantly going through a bunch of ebbs and flows. And then when you are able to piece it back to, oh, yeah, I, a lot of uh, aha moments, a lot of, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And even things when even things that you kind of are you just think whatever that's just like a stereotype and you just like push it mm-hmm. away but then when you have that moment and you think to yourself wow okay this has affected me even when i have ignored it mm-hmm. so <laughs> in uh other words here we here we go and we're just gonna be honest we're gonna be open this is a vulnerable place and also it sounds really heavy but that's just life and we still laugh through it all. We cry through it. We do whatever. So it's it's fine. We can. This is a safe space. And it is a safe space. Yes. Yeah. I think if you don't mind for me mm-hmm. to start mm-hmm. off the conversation, I think that for me, it's definitely something that's been like coming up a lot in my life, like just recently, especially um, noticing the things from my childhood that like impact how I act as an adult and I'm like oh 
I don't cry because I've never seen my mom cry. It's because we, we're getting to that age where we're now the age of the people we were looking at when we were kids. Yes. yes. Well, see. Like, why? Like, I don't, that was because the whole time I've been looking at it as the decisions that my parents have made at this age are now impacting mm. me at this age. But I didn't even, like, put two and two together that I was looking up at them at this time, at oh, this yeah. age. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's like now I'm here and I'm seeing the ways that I am acting like them. And when I don't want to act like them, I'm like, oh, shit, what do I need to do to improve for myself personally? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, for me, the biggest thing I'm noticing recently is the crying thing. Like, I, I literally had to give my mom the saddest book I'd ever read. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want you to read this. And I would check in on her reading it to see her cry. Like, I've never seen her cry. And that was definitely the one time I can remember and say for sure that I have seen my mom cry. Wow. And for so long, especially when I was younger, it became, it began to shape this idea of strength to me. Okay. And so I equated crying with weakness. And I was like, you know, when you cry, you're weak. And crying in front of others is a sign of weakness. And... When I was little, I used to get called the crybaby. They sing a little song about it and everything. I was I was shamed for crying. And it like became normalized and I didn't realize how much I internalized it until today mm-hmm. when I let myself like have on and off cries for like four hours. Mm. Okay. And I know that sounds super excessive, but it felt so good. Like to just let myself feel my feelings and when I like when it just got too much, it just cried it out and I was just going through the motions and going through the thoughts but I was just like letting it happen and not stopping myself and not this shit is like a cleanse yes it is sometimes I cry for sport ooh right what mm. just to feel the high after <laughs> <laughs> now can you talk about that because I have to like force myself to get a cry out like I'm partially joking but I feel like I'm no, a little, I'm a little serious no I feel you <laughs> Same. That's something that I've tried. I've been like, oh, let me see if I can cry. But it's like, usually I have, like, something has to happen. I have to be feeling a lot of emotions and be overwhelmed. And that's, like, my response to them. It's yeah. really hard. Like, there's times where I know I should cry and I don't. And it's it's not until, like, I bottled it that I, like, burst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do, do y'all think that there's, like, ever, like, what's, like, the first point where you think somebody experiences, like, family trauma like uh there's because we could potentially be like kind of born into it yeah absolutely yes that generational trauma is real it's real i think there's i think there's like different levels i think Mm -hmm. there's for a lot of people a certain level of trauma they're born into Mm -hmm. and some people it's more than others Mm -hmm. um some people like because you know like the game life Mm-hmm. Like how they'd be like, all right, the game's about to start. Do you want to go, go to college or be the police officer? Yeah. Like, that's not how life really, really starts for everybody. Like, But we're convinced that that's how it Some people are blessed enough to, like, mm-hmm. that. that is kind of where life starts for them. Like, they're, you know, kind of guaranteed some sort of... I think even for people, though, who have, like, a lot of privilege in certain areas... There is still some sort of trauma, I think, for everyone and oh, everything. Oh, of course, absolutely. Um, I've, I'm another thing I'm, you know, learning in relation to recognizing that our parents were our age when they were, you know, 
being parents mm-hmm. is that they have their own trauma that they like that they grew up with our parents mm-hmm. you know like at this age so they were dealing with their own shit and our grandparents dealing with their own shit and their grandparents and i think even when you do have like say a lot of money i feel like there is still like hella family drama like how they got into that money mm-hmm. and the fights that families have over who is owed what like i think there's always there's always different levels for people um and none of us start off in like the same you know line in the game of life like not even close um and so it's like depending on what you're born into you're you're like some people are already fucked yeah oh yeah because i know like like um tia mentioned in the beginning like the the kind of like the stereotypes like i think sometimes i could kind of tie the generational and family oh, yeah. with cultural Absolutely. trauma. I don't know if that's like a, a phrase, yeah. but like, I think it all kind of ties into all, all one and the same. Like, mm. I think a lot of it ties into like each other. Um, I think it also it depends on like what group you like, ethnic group and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, something that I heard recently, it's like a little bit related, but it is, um, but it's like, there for a lot of like jewish men there's a high rate of um like digestive cancer for them and it's because they have a lack of like a certain enzyme and it's pretty much like related to the stress from the holocaust and like not Mm -hmm. being fed properly and like all these generations of like there's a, a high amount of digestive issues in the jewish community and it's like literally from this one really fucked up historic event that happened to this entire group of people yeah so many of them are like experiencing physical responses to yep. that trauma mm-hmm. in the black community it's high blood pressure yeah um and so like you asked like there's for a lot of people like these random little checks that are kind of ticked off from when you're born and it's like you're, you're kind of just bored into this yeah. and you already have that and then you start with your own like family trauma which things that just start happening like in your childhood mm-hmm. combined with it's it could be re- it's really it could be something simple that starts as quick as a uh, single parent household exactly or not. boom mm-hmm. and boom half the attention how you know what mm-hmm. i mean uh you know your the one parent you're with might be hustling twice as hard say, half the income. spending exactly. less time with you to make mm-hmm. up for the spread that isn't covered like yep so there's fight and that results with like fi- you know? financial then you're being like babysat you're being babysat by your Random. siblings exactly. like what does that play on them mm-hmm. you know what i mean like all the same occurrence but it's yeah affecting and then that's yeah, again definitely. if you're lucky to have like trusted childcare, like that's the whole other thing is like you know like you yeah. a support system versus, yeah. a support, not, versus like, does not that, having exactly. one does that single parent have a support system and that mm-hmm. definitely makes a big difference um, oh, oh yeah like my mom didn't get married till I was nine so she was a single parent but I lived with my grandparents and my aunt so I had three other people to help me out but she definitely was at work a lot when mm-hmm. I was younger because she had them make money for her and a child yeah that's a fact but you know she was lucky enough to have that support and to have like you know never worry who's gonna pick Tajay up and who's gonna you know she but other people that's a that's a whole other thing oh absolutely I yeah (laughs) (laughs) me coming from a single parent who needed to work a lot Mm -hmm. and on top of that you know had other issues you know was a had mental illness and was an addict on top of that and doing everything on their own 
and there are times where she, there wasn't any like she did not have a child she didn't she did not have a support system it was just like me sit okay don't don't answer the door for anyone mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like don't answer the door whatever you do do not answer the door your food is already done because like my mother had to like cook mm-hmm. like all in her own school or, with the little key around your, yes, around your necklace latchkey kids latchkey kids real. exactly yeah. it's it real. it's that already like it's and you start looking at other kids and you're sitting you're in the classroom like wow okay like it's kind of like a joke sometimes but being just remember my i remember even being two years old and like going to like head start or like daycare and me waiting and having to like have the teacher like why is the teacher taking me home why is the leader like taking me home it's because no one came to pick me up because like my mom was either working or it's so many things and just like that moment i'm two i'm 33 now and i yeah. still have that memory in my head isn't it crazy it's wild the stuff the that we will that remember. remember it's wild i also remember when i was four that i saved my family from a fire i will never let that go never let them live that down i'm a hero anyway we're here for the story. Is it, you, are you comfortable to share oh, some of it? Please, well, wait a minute. Is, my cousins, they will roll their eyes when they hear this. Like, Terry, you always talk about this. I just recently, another, I just recently met my grandfather last weekend for the first wow. time. He has 15 kids. Papa was a Rolling Stone. I've got an auntie that's like 25 years old. Okay. You know how it's, it's, that's another, it's another. <laughs> but, no, don't, no, damn, now I lost my train of thought. Hold on. Saving us from a fire. Saving us from a fire. fire. F four. We didn't forget. (laughs) Right on Fullerton Avenue. I'm. We're like watching music videos. I'm four years old. My baby cousin is with my aunt. They're in the room doing something. My older cousin, she's like, I don't know, just like playing like with her hair or something. And I'm watching a music video. SWV. So into you. And I'm just like, (laughs) yo, (laughs) like loving it. Just like, and I just, I'm like, man, it's hot. Then I start. And I just look, I'm like, oh my gosh, and I panic because I'm four. So I'm like, fire, and I just start, I stop, drop, and I roll. For no, I'm just like, fire, stop, drop, and roll. That shit, and, like, and I'm just going back and forth like this. And then my aunt, take, take, what's, oh, oh my God. And I said, fire, fire, and I got everyone out. So I saved my family at the age of four. She was rolling on the floor. I, heard, I was like, fire, and I just started, was I on fire? No, but I still stopped, dropped, and roll because that's what I was taught. And doing that gave my aunt the attention. She was like, what the hell is she doing? The smell. It was like, what the hell is this crazy girl doing again? Because I was known to do stuff like that, of course. <laughs> okay, and that's where, it, that's where it saved the family. That's where I saved the family. Being a weird child. Despite all of that trauma. Still saving lives. I'm still a hero. Still a hero. Um, how big was the fire? Was everyone okay? Everyone survived. Everyone's good. Because it's of you. Fun. Because of me. And that building's still there. So I look at other families, it's like, you're welcome. Y'all wow. are like, you're welcome. She did that. A local, hero. <laughs> a local hero. Tear everybody. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Wow. Okay. I have never experienced a fire. Do you have any sort of trauma? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> trauma you want to talk about? <laughs> no. No, I don't really recall any fires. Any fires. Okay. That's fine. Well, just know that if there is a fire and I'm around, you got this. No worries. I got it. Yeah, no, I have never had to stop, drop, and roll in my life. It really enforced that on us, and it never... I used it one good time. I got my <laughs> one ticket, did it, done. Saved the family. I did it already. Bucket, bucket list. That's great. 
So, all right. So, like, with, with family trauma, is there times where, like, you mentioned getting to, like, this older age where we're kind of, like, becoming our parents' age or, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, like, the elders we looked up to at one point in time when we were kids. Do you feel like there's a, you ever run into these points? Because I'm starting to feel like I do all the time where you could almost relate to your parents more oh. often. And it's like, you know what? I understand that, like, as a kid, I might have been, like, angry at this or whatever it might have been. Mm-hmm. But, like, I understand. Like, like, oh, I get it. You're, that's kind of when you're like, oh, you're a human. That's when you realize your parent is, like, an actual human besides just, Oh, like, yeah, oh, like... Like, just like, that's my mom. This is what you're supposed to do. One, two, three. And Even then, when we're talking about, like, single-parent household mm-hmm. shit, like, I remember my parents breaking up, like, and that shit happened when I was, like, four years old. Mm-hmm. And I remember they just, like, kind of just, from my memory, they kind of just, like, dropped that shit on me. And I was like, all right, who you want to live with? Oh, wow. And I was like, damn. Mom, <laughs> you know what I mean. But like, even that kind of that pressure of like, That's damn, I just chose, really I just, hard. I just, I just chose a parent type shit. And it's like, even like, damn, like you know, looking at your peers with you know two parent households and shit, you kind of like have this fake like resentment. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Right? Oh my gosh, yeah. And then it's like, yeah. as you get older, and you be like, you know what? I've been in long lasting relationships, and them shits end. And it's like, I understand, man. Sometimes it just don't work out. Like, yeah. And it is what it is. You're like, I get it. I think I definitely, I, I But you take agree. it personal because it's, it's your personal oh, it's life. it's extremely yes. personal. Like, why did you do this to me? Yeah. The decisions that they made and how they affect us, mm-hmm. I, I think that's fair. But then when I do do something and I'm like, oh, that's definitely like how my mom acts or like, that's something something my dad does. Um, I, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think especially with the relationships thing, but I think that also has like, kind of given me a little bit of a negative outlook and so it's definitely made it harder for me to like want to jump into a relationship because I've seen how like two people can have a kid and not be together and like you know yeah (laughs) we have I have less than that with someone and yeah it's like it's like what makes this the one that I really got to work my hardest at or yeah and I I've always feel guilty for thinking in that way but it's definitely like an abandonment issue response definitely oh, like yeah. a, a trauma response kind of thing it's like you know i again in response to what i've seen in the past of like it's probably safer for me to keep one foot out the door in case something does happen mm-hmm. um but then that affects how you show up in your relationships for and sure. then you're like damn it i wish my really? parents could have worked shit out so i could work shit out <laughs> At least that's me. I don't yeah, know. But like, you just get more of that understanding. Yeah. And like, oh, all right. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, it does kind of make you hesitant on like what you want to put, you know, your work into. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when dealing with somebody too. Especially exactly. that one foot in, one foot out is absolutely just because it's like, I've seen my mom like be in like long-term relationships, but also not completely be herself. And mm. I look at my mom like as a child and think to myself, that's not, that's not you. Why are you acting that way? Why are you doing that? Fast forward, Tierra as an adult, seeing how I don't show my full self in relationships because I also, I have that one foot in, one foot out the door because I've seen my mom be that way. And as a child, I would look at my mom and think, why are you acting that way, mom? Like, why are you being so, oh, why are you, and now, I look at myself and I see myself like in a relationship or just dealing with something and in that moment think this isn't me why am I acting this way why do I have like that's insane like why will I not 
Yeah. It's like you got your own reservations kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And then thinking to myself, wow, I am exactly, I'm a lot like my mom. And then almost getting angry mm. because I resented a lot. The things I found that a lot of the things that I resented about my mother, I've actually like become almost, or I've seen traits of that within myself, which is like, damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Disassociate for a bit. Just kind of tell you, good, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Just realizing, wow, everything that I thought that I, I'll just be frank, that I disliked about my mom, I was also, like, really afraid of becoming. Because or you just would tell yourself, like, I never want to be that. I would never want I'd say, I would never yeah. do that. I would never act like that. Mm. And here I am. That's how I am with the things I'm talking about. Like, I never want to start a family and not... That be something that's forever for me Mm -hmm. that I'm I'm in, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, I think even it plays into the role of like things we didn't see. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I remember like in my my previous relationship, like it was like seven years long. And I remember there was points where I was saying like, listen, don't hold it against me. But I don't know. I've never seen somebody for a consecutive seven years love my mother and give her whatever the next step is. So, sorry if I'm just winging it, but, like, I'm doing what I think Mm -hmm. I know or should do. Yeah, but I've never seen it. I don't know what that looks like. You know what I mean, but... How am I supposed to... How do I even know it's real? (laughs) Which, yeah, yeah, I think that's also a really valid thing. That, yeah, both both are really valid points. Um, I think sometimes, like, when you do see in yourself the things you were trying to not become, it... Mm -hmm is definitely a part of like humanizing the situation it's like damn Mm -hmm. it happens to the best of us i guess (laughs) um and also yeah like you said i I think that's been a big thing for me is like it's hard for me to picture this like idea of a certain type of you know relationship for example because i i haven't really seen that in the way that i envision it working out so like what does that even look like yeah and yeah, definitely, like makes things hard. That's seven year relationship. That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. But you got questions about it? Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not, because that's a. I mean, that is yeah. definitely a very long time to be with somebody, yeah. and then like for the relationship to end. Do you feel like there were certain childhood traumas that got in the way of that relationship progressing um, for either party? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'd probably say so with just, like I said, kind of not knowing how to navigate. But um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, what what necessarily makes something forever? Mm. You know what I mean? Because even the way that ended was just like, hey. You're, I don't think you're from my forever person. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, people don't fling that out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a thought about kind mm. of conclusion you came to. So, yeah. you know, I, that, that's why I have, I have like that understanding now of like, I don't, it kind of don't matter how much you put in. Like if it's not going to yeah. play out or work, like it's not going to play out and work. Mm. And it's like. That's, yeah, that's something that, I've had to accept, but then you can look at it at two ways. It's like, okay, no matter how much yeah. work you put in, it's going to play out how it plays out. And no matter how much you work, but like, you know, yeah. but you, so that means you can either still put your all into things. Of course. And still really try to make things work no matter, you know, what ends up happening. Or you can kind of just say like, fuck it, one foot in, one foot out. And I definitely, I think have you know, 
I think we've all gone back and forth between like one or the other. Um, it's really draining oh, to gosh. put your all in. So like at, at our older age, do, you, do when we talk about having like, I guess, as we were saying, like the one foot in, one foot out, do we feel like hmm. that's kind of like shortchanging the person we deal with? Because well, I feel guilt with that I, uh, yes. as well. Yes. Yeah, I've, most of my 20s, all of my 20s, I'm saying most, all of yeah. my 20s, I've been in long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. 19 to 23, I was in one. Okay. Then, still 23 to <laughs> 28. Like, I've been, I've always been, like, the longest relationship that I've been in for five years. Mm-hmm. And I realized that in each of those relationships, of course, I'm growing, I'm changing, I'm in my 20s, but I was a completely different person. And I wasn't, I've never been my complete self Mm -hmm. because I kept that one foot in, one foot out. And maybe recently being in my 30s, I thought, okay, I'm just going to be myself. I'm just going to, I'm finally in a space where I can be comfortable with being myself and be comfortable with the idea of knowing that things are still going to change and that I am still learning and in my healing phase and yada, 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 all of that stuff. And the ending of certain relationships in this space that I'm in now, I'm not like, oh man, what could have or like should have like become because I think I've just become more like at peace. Oh yeah, no, I don't second think about anything that's yeah, yeah. happened <laughs> it's like, prior. Okay. It's like... But like in my 20s, I just like harped <clears throat> in and just was like, really 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 like sad and just like thinking oh my gosh it could have been this or just always finding blame because i was never myself mm-hmm. and i know in my 20s that's just because i never because i ignored all of my trauma i thought hey isn't it so good that even though i was raised by a single mom and she i went through all this trauma that i'm okay wow i'm okay because i was just convincing myself that i'm fine yeah. no I was not <laughs> at all, <laughs> not even in the slightest because I didn't even know who I was. I couldn't look in a mirror. I, a mirror. I couldn't look in a mirror because I just disliked myself that much because I was ignoring, ignoring myself. Ooh. And now understanding not, or being in a place of like trying to understand my trauma, I am okay with being myself, which sounds like crazy. Like, it, that's what you tell kids. Be yourself. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, be yourself, be yourself. Sure, sure, sure. It's easier said than done. It's so, it's so oh, much yeah. easier Because you tell the kid, yo, be yourself, and you'd be like, yo, stop singing. <laughs> Put <laughs> exactly. that down. Why are you jumping See, like that? Yep. Exactly, because you told me to be myself, and, every, and when I was myself, it was a problem. Mm-hmm. And realizing, oh, wait a second. Like, it is okay for me. With all of these flaws, it's fine, because I'm human, and you go through this. It's heavy. Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Lot. It's like, it's it's a lot. And now fostering relationships, friendships, mm-hmm. anything with like people, like I'm, I walk with intention. And that's one thing I tell people, even if on a first date, on a friend date or whatever, everyone in my life is, or is, I have intention behind that. It's not just like, oh yeah, cool. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. It's not. I know my patterns. I know the trauma that I have that I have experienced, and I'm trying to learn from it instead of just saying this is how I am. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something that 
whenever I hear someone says that, I'm just like, oh, red flag, okay. I I hate that. Mm. Like, what are you doing? Be like, this is just who I am, so I deal with it that. or not. And it's just like, <laughs> like not. <laughs> not. The answer is not. <laughs> like, Ew. have you sorted through why you are like that? Because I'm sure there's there's some things to uncover there. But not everyone is ready for that conversation. No. So I really no. try to avoid... <clears throat> It's like uh, it's like how they say like acknowledging it is like the first step. Ooh, absolutely. Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. So to answer your question, and uh, from my perspective, um, I think I'm I think I'm going through a resurgence. I, mm. I've gone back and forth of like being all in and then one foot went out and then being all in and one foot went out. Um, and I was in. Like the last few years, I've been in. in <laughs> <laughs> I really hope I might pick that up. I was in definitely my most like serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a partner that I ended up living with and things like that. And I definitely have feel myself now that I've like been dating again, just like in that one foot one out mode because. In that last relationship, I was, like, ready for that to be, like, it. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I didn't even know. I, even though I knew it wasn't going to be, in a sense. And I think even though I didn't fully believe in that. I don't fully believe in that concept now. And I think I still didn't at that time. But wasn't ready to admit that. So, it was hard to, like, be in that position where, yeah. Even though I really hoped for that relationship yeah. to kind of the answer and the cure-all like it wasn't the word forever is just kind of fearful it's yes it is it's like damn for real i think (laughs) it also was like weird like i i don't think anything nothing stays the same forever i think something Mm -hmm. can last forever but it's gonna change absolutely um and so what i'm i'm acknowledging different things about myself Mm -hmm. and like what i do want in a relationship and i feel like the standards are so high that I don't know if right now anyone that I'm attracting can fully fulfill that. And I don't know if that's maybe something they can like maybe work up towards or if that's like either you got it or you don't. I don't really know. Do you guys believe in like soulmates? Okay. <laughs> I believe I in a different version of soulmates. Yeah. I don't believe in like what we've been told as there's exactly. one person that's your soulmate. See that that that's really what I was gonna get to. Like it, it could only work out with one person. Right. That's wild. That's insane. Nah. But in reality, you can make it work with anybody. You can make it work with anybody. You feel you me? And I think all types of relationships, like friendships and romantic relationships, yeah. I think all types of relationships require it's a level of work. Oh. No oh, two yeah. people ever stay the same. No. Um, no people are void of flaws no. uh, or change or anything. But what's important is like, I think having a really good foundation of real unconditional love, which is like, again, it's something I haven't fully seen. Neither have I. <laughs> and something that I have been trying to curate a little bit more is like, maybe finding that experience through my friendships and finding that like filling that within my friendships like i have been making a lot of friends and meeting a lot of people platonically that they do fulfill a lot of feelings for me i don't mm-hmm. feel like shit after i see them i'm happy to see them we're able to be honest with each other mm-hmm. like tiara and i we have plans but then sometimes we're like yo listen my heart's not in it today and she's like yeah i feel it me too I was like, oh my gosh yes how did you know and <laughs> I don't always feel comfortable canceling plans with some people. 
And like even a little thing like that, being able to set that kind of boundary, like I don't really know if I can, I don't really know if I can be myself around you right now. Some people take that personally. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, like just, again, just curating the right kind of friendships where I feel like I can be myself have been the most important to me. And I think starting to find that unconditional love will start to make it easier for me to like just move with love in more ways. Like instead of being stingy and being like, oh, you have to earn it. Like mm. I think if I can feel more fulfilled in other ways and be like, oh, I, I have more to give, you know, and like by giving, I'm open myself up to receiving in other like all other channels that's the thought process but i'm not there right now <laughs> but yeah but you got to work yourself up to that that's what that's what i meant about kind of like shortchanging mm, yeah you know what i mean or like maybe like uh you don't want to go all in because it's like oh, someone's previously kind of gotten a maybe a better version of me uh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i try to be as honest as i can be though i'm like listen this is what i have the capacity for right now yeah. Like, if that works for you, cool. And if not, I understand. Um, and, like, you know, sometimes eventually people are like, I'm looking for more. And I'm like, yeah, I can't give you more. Sorry. Um, and that is hard. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, I have to be honest. Like, I can't I can't deny you something exactly. like you want and deserve as well. But, yeah. No, that's real, like, what you said, especially with making sure to, like, foster relationships. Mm-hmm with people who fulfill that who fulfill like the needs of hey I'm myself around you my shoulders are down and I think back to relationships where hey I've never I didn't like myself so I wasn't myself and because I didn't like that that person and I finally took the time to be alone and get to know myself and my friendships became these incredibly meaningful because you know I'm an adult now and I'm on my own and I can finally be myself and these friendships that I've curated not curated that sounds crazy these friendships no, that curated. I've you know developed and was blessed with and grateful enough that mm-hmm. I can say hey I'm not in it today and not feel bad and I can actually be my full self which makes me obviously like better for whatever relationship that I'll be in but the old me always would think okay well what's my next relationship gonna be what's my next relationship gonna be but finally actually being content and knowing that I have friendships that fulfill those needs mean a lot more than being in a relationship for four years and it ending and now okay I'm gonna start again just because it's what I used to see my mom I just go throughout these relationships okay this is gonna end it's like I get into a relationship and think okay then, then the countdown just kind of starts in my head. Mm-hmm. But also embracing that things end. Like, again, Absolutely. like you said, like, the word forever. We get into a relationship with any, any kind of relationship, and we expect it to last forever. But again, like, that's not realistic. Like, it's cool for something to run its course, and then it's like, all right, we go our separate ways. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, like, forever, the ending. Mm-hmm. We can come together another time, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's something I've been embracing a lot more. Like, I've been a lot less scared to let go of certain people because mm-hmm. it's like, you might come back, and that's cool, and you might not, and that's also cool. Yeah, I guess it's about how you leave it off. Is like, do mm-hmm. you leave space for us to come back and be cool at a later time, even if it's not right now? Mm, that all that all go. Oh, there's there's no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you 
have to say. Depends I, on how it depends on how it ends. No, I'm saying even you if know? it's just like friendships, whatever, like absolutely, yeah, it, it depends just, on just, on how it ends. Yeah, if it depends, if it ends in like a mutual amicable way, I'm always open. Even if it's not amicable, I'm I'm typically open. There are I think three people in the world who right now I either they haven't reached out to me or like when they did reach out, I was like, I actually am cool with this not like mm. being close again. Um, and usually I'm, I'm okay with that, but it's like the way that I felt like betrayed and like my, the way that my trust was like really altered with these people. It was like, I can forgive you, you know, at some point and I can like pass what has happened, but I can't allow you back into my life. I can't give you the space to do it again. I, I can't yeah. give you the space to do it again. You the way you moved was again. a little too crazy. Yeah, it's like, I, okay, I peep. All right, that's you. But I'm leaving you right here. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of those. Friends, yeah. people, mm. anybody. A lot. Oh, A lot? Anything you want to... <laughs> well, no, I... Okay. Especially with girls, mm. women. Mm-hmm. Women identifying. Mm-hmm. Um... At a certain age, I feel like a lot of our friendships almost feel like relationships. Mm. I've had really close friendships with people where it's like, this is, even though all relationships, all friendships are relationships, but it felt, okay, this is like, oh, you think, you think I'm your, I'm your partner. Like, I'm your man. Like, I'm not your man. Like, hold on. Wait a second. (laughs) Why are you coming at me with all this static right now? And that could be something more on me. Because I have been brainwashed and not brainwashed. I've just been taught to think. I always got to make it so extreme. <laughs> I've been like taught to think, okay, well, this is. And I remember actually having a conversation about this with a friend a really long time ago. That we're taught to leave our friendships in one box, relationships in one, and family in another. Hmm. And then when you come from a certain background where that's a lot of those lines get blurred. A lot of your family mm-hmm. is like the stranger that's around the corner that I have never met before. And but this friend that I've known for two years actually makes me feel seen and I'm myself. Mm. So this is actually family, you know, like yeah. there's those lines that are like blurred. But I think the, when as like a child, I was taught that your friendships are, you know, everything's in like a certain box. So it's OK if I'm identifying you as a friend, even though how we are intimate with each other as like friends, like I have very close, intimate friendships where some of I've been told with like my family members thought this is not your family I'm your blood like why are you this close with this human it's like well this person makes me feel good but you know what yada whatever and I think ending like you have people say friendship breakups are like the worst like ending like a friendship has been devastating yeah devastating yeah and it it's just so there are some friendships where like they try to come back into your life and you just remember back and like, oh, wait, in old three, I remember you really made me feel <laughs> this big and you will not catch me there again. Yeah. So we can be cool. What's up? Show you love. But no matter how many times you try, I'm not going to let you get me back at this place. Yeah, in because the same the way that you did before. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. that hurt was too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. Um, do you feel like you've had, I don't know if that's like a, the same thing for guys where they've had a friendship that's almost feels like a relationship like the wants and needs of that other person is kind of Mm. like at least in my experiences no no, No. not really 
You know, I think anytime I fall out with a friend, it's almost just because I expect a. Uh, uh, I think maybe in all in all aspects of relationships mm-hmm. that I have, that it's just like I be expecting me out of somebody else. And it's like, you're not me. You don't got the same moral compass as me. Mm. You weren't brought up like me. You you know what I mean? So it's like, I could see why we not cut from the same cloth. But mm. you know what I mean? It's just, Ooh. yeah. At that point, it's like, I don't, we, we can just go our separate ways. Do you feel like there are any, based on those experience now, yeah. like, any sort of qualities in a friend that like you can you can see it and you're like oh it's a red flag i'm gonna they're not cut from the same cloth as me i'm gonna kind of watch for them yeah definitely i I, i'm super like um observant so like if somebody calls me and they be they'll be like oh they'll rattle off like all these things that are like messing up their day and they'll be like all right well i'm about to clock back in it's like oh like so you just called me to dump and you ain't even was like, how your, how's your day? Yeah. yeah. Minor things like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh. Okay. I, might, I, might, I might think twice before I pick up the next time. Yes. Yeah. No, that is, mm-hmm. that's really good. I agree. I think I'm also someone who's very observant. So like, I little things. Based on the way someone walks. But then I wonder if I'm, I'm <laughs> then I wonder if I'm being petty though. Dang, like, yes. It's like, no, it's not petty. Uh, well, at least for me, what? because in the end, it always ends up being right. I, I know, I know. That's that's what trips up. It's like you know what? I see what you're doing. Okay, whatever. Maybe I'm tripping. Let me let me scale it back, and then something else happens, and you think, I always see, end up being right. My I intuition is always right, and that's when I get mad. It's like, damn, I should have listened to myself. Like you said, I shouldn't have answered your call. I knew you're gonna be on some fuck shit again, and I shouldn't yeah. have answered. But I give people the benefit of the doubt. A lot of the times, I'm like, it's in my head, and like, they did it two times. Maybe they won't do it a third time, and. Yeah, back till we back till we can't give them that space to do it yeah. again. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, people no, that's always fair. telling themselves early, early, early on. People always, always telling themselves. Yeah, and that like what you said. Um, I expect myself from other people. That is a heavy thing, like with me. I always think I would never do some type of shit like that. Mm-hmm. Why are you bugging? And they go, oh, you're not me. Like mm-hmm. I, just, I've got to start yeah. expecting myself. Like we are different. We are very, we are two different people. And I catch myself thinking, okay, Terry, you're tripping. Mm. Don't. But then again, still, it's like people be moving, people be moving out here in real deviant, crazy ways. And I don't understand. I don't understand. Now, inversely, what is like, so you both mentioned like qualities you see in yourself Mm -hmm. that you, I guess, essentially want to see in other people. Can you list some of those green flags, some of those like good qualities you want to see in someone else? They're like, oh, I move like that too. Like that's something I appreciate. That's like, I just honesty. Like, you know what I mean? That's one. That's one. I'm the type. I'll be, be honest. I'll be honest to the point it hurts your feelings, uh, but I'll never give you the opportunity to be like, yo, he's a liar. You know what I mean? So like, okay, I, I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you, and you may okay. not appreciate that. Then Boy, yo, you yeah. might gotta go be cool with somebody who a liar. <laughs> She's <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> okay. Keep talking that shit. <laughs> that I is, like that. I that like is that. exactly what I was going to say. It was like, honesty. I literally ask for the bare minimum, bare, bare minimum in other people. Mm-hmm. And say whatever you want about me. You're not going to call me a liar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you feel like your honesty has gotten you in trouble? Like, you just... Nah, I really feel like my, my... Probably this honesty has probably come within the past 
year and a half as mm-hmm. I realized that maybe like communication was a problem for me in previous relationships. Oh. To where it's like now I'm about to over communicate just so yeah. that don't ever happen again. And be like, shut I'm up, John. <laughs> I'm going to over-communicate. You know what? I appreciate that. So are you, like, not afraid of hard conversations now? Nah, now I'm like, you know, like, you know, like, they got always that that, that thing of, like, oh, if if your girl texts you, like, oh, we need to talk later, like, your day is fucked up, (laughs) right? But, But, like, now, like, you know, I'll be, they'll be like, I want to talk to you about something, but, like, I don't know. Let's talk about it right now. Like, Let's go. Mm-hmm. Wow. You are in the moment. You know what you, I mean? You're, there's never like a We'll be to the time. restaurant in 20. Let's, let's get it out the way now. <laughs> Woo. That's, Damn. No, I respect That's how that. I feel like yeah, it got to be now. Because no, like, yeah. you know, I guess that's just part of growth. Like, you just don't mm-hmm. want to make the same mistake again. Like, yeah, or, you know, you want to correct, you know, certain shit. And listen, too many people can't even like have that thought process of like, oh, how do I... Oh, I'm repeating the cycle. How do I get out of it? Too many. They they're not even acknowledging. Like, what if you try something different? Like, what if maybe it's not them? Maybe sometimes it's you. Maybe yeah. like if you can try something different, and maybe it doesn't work. But at least you know you were in control of some factor, and you were able mm-hmm. to see like what it did do. Um, he said twenty minutes to the restaurant. Let's talk about it now. <laughs> yeah, let's get it out the way. I still want to enjoy the rest of my exactly. night. Exactly. I'm ordering my mott sticks. Like, let's go. Come on. I respect it. I right now I'm still like a, a right timing kind of person, so I'll yeah. be like, let me wait a week. Let me. Oh, we've been having a bad week. Oh, let me not bring it up now. See, well, because it's always let me. Because you like whenever you're yeah. gonna wait for it, you're gonna have that conversation with some other shit that don't I got know. nothing to do with it. And you're not wrong at all. It's you're bothering not wrong you. at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've definitely gotten better with like, all right, I just need to schedule this time, but it still is like I'll wait a little bit because I'd be like, damn, I'm having a bad week now. They're having a bad week and like, uh-uh-uh. it's hard. I'm I'm getting better. Um, communication is definitely something I've mm-hmm. and not that I'm but I just have a hard time being as honest as I wanna be because I've had so many different reactions and like sometimes I get nervous. Like people Absolutely. are like, Oh, you're kinda mean and I'm like shit. Or, I'm, I'm, but even aside from how you come across as somebody, it's like mm-hmm. how is this person gonna receive that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I care about you so much that I don't mm-hmm. want you being hurt or in some mm-hmm. funky feeling or yeah. like you know, and that's fact. because that's, of a conversation yeah. we have. So it's like, maybe let's just not talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're not wrong. Yeah, exactly. I just, I definitely sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to put you in a bad mood. I don't want to like, we're about to go to a restaurant. I don't want to ruin the vibes at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm, that's something I need to work on is like in the moment, just be like, yo, which is, is part of like my understanding of my emotions that I've been working on because I've like learned to stop shit down. I don't even like sometimes it's hard for me to acknowledge in the moment like what even set me off and I have to like mm. sit about it and kind of like let it marinate for a little while before I can even start to process but I've been noticing recently like I've been able to like in real time something happens and someone's like they can peep in my face like my demeanor has changed and they're like oh what's up and I'm like oh nothing it's mm-hmm. just that <laughs> and then like I, I, just, okay. I just think it's kind of weird that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I sent you the email with all the information, the place that we're going to. Why didn't you read any of it? Why are you asking me questions? I I sent it to you. But also then recognizing and accepting that not everyone is like you. That's, that's I, I'm going to read the full thing. email. I'm going to read the FAQs. I'm going to see all the information. <laughs> you are not like that. Mm-hmm. Am I okay with that? 
that's and we don't gotta find somebody that's like us yeah Yeah. you know what i mean like we don't gotta date us yeah you know but at least somebody that mesh well with 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 the real us balance Mm. yeah balance would you date yourself i don't know i don't know if it was if they were like i don't know you're you're very physically attracted to them and they are an exact like exactly exactly oh, no, like no, no i probably yeah. you know what i'm <laughs> probably not why probably not because i feel like i need somebody who balances me not mm-hmm. that reflects me you don't think you'd be able to balance yourself do you feel like you can balance yourself um oh like me myself like yeah. we're only talking about one person right yeah now? like you yourself can i balance myself probably not oh okay probably not that's fair yeah. that's fair to admit and that's real because I, I, I will not date myself. So, yeah, certain elements, sure. But what about you? So for a while, I was saying no. And definitely because I was in like a big fuckboy phase. And I was like, hell no. But I think, okay, I think okay. now I would date myself. It might be a little interesting. But I don't know. There's certain elements to me that I think are fun. And that I could just like make work i think i can make dating myself work because you understand because i understand myself a little better so i think like yeah i like especially if it was me it would work because i'm sure whenever i'm like i want to be by myself mirror reflection self would be like yeah totally that's great and when i want to be together they'd be like yeah totally let's do it and when i want to do like crazy shit they'd be like let's do it i think to circle to circle (laughs) to circle this back right like we don't gotta date someone who actually like personality wise is ourselves yeah but how do you guys feel about like dating somebody who i guess to bring it back to the original uh conversation like that has the same generational or family traumas as you good question that is I feel like I obviously will be able to understand it and go and think okay something that all right. If my partner was to like react a certain way to something that mm-hmm. I did because of their because I can understand that trauma that they have had, mm-hmm. I would be able to react to it better. Now, if you asked me this maybe 5 years ago, absolutely not because I didn't understand yeah the that trauma i feel you like i feel like in the past like i've dated people that like couldn't fathom my upbringing exactly Uh, Exactly. you know what i mean and that turns into other things where like even like you might not even be all that accepted you might just be tolerated by parents and family and whatever it might be right Mm. but then like i find myself now like i've been seeing somebody who kind of you know same culture same kind of upbringing us, you know, uh, two parent, two households, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and things like that, and it's like, it almost kind of flows smoother because there's more of that understanding of like why you're like how you wow. are and like wow. okay. things like that. I like that. I think for me, it depends on what the like traumatic situation is, but I actually think. My initial response is I want to say no. I kind of, I think I need someone who's got something different so we can balance each other yeah. out. It's like, oh, like you've got whatever issues, X, Y, and Z, and I've got A, B, and C. 
you can kind of help me through ABC. I help you with XYZ. That's how I kind of feel. It's like, for me, it balances a little better. I think there does need to be, for some things, a certain level of understanding. But I've noticed, for me, it's not really... Mm, I guess, like, to an extent it is. But, like, it's not so much based in trauma as it is based in, like, culture... Like, I yeah. definitely have been more of, like, I think I need someone who's a little bit more culturally understanding mm. of me versus, like, understands mm-hmm. the trauma that I've been in. Um, but in terms of, like, that kind of stuff, I think the basis, the basic thing that I kind of need in any partner is, like, someone who has an understanding of mental illness and just, like, just on the basic level, like, you know, when you are going through a, yeah. a more intense, like, depressive episode... Are you someone who's familiar with that and like knows yeah. how to kind of give me space if I need it or like not mm-hmm. give me space when I need it? And not everyone has that, even that understanding. Um, for some people, like they think they've gone through life like with no sort of mental illness. Um, and then things come up and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how I feel actually. Um, but yeah, that was a great question. Actually, that was a phenomenal question. Was really I'm like <laughs> still sitting. I'm like, damn, because I have not in, dated someone who mm. has. I've I have a I've had a pattern of people who I did not see, share the same culture with who I've okay. had relationships okay. with. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I would see their dynamic like completely different. Like, yeah. To what you said, like when um. When you said someone, they couldn't fathom like your upbringing. Yeah. Like a lot of I know mm. I all I come into like a lot of situations knowing I have a bit of a very like extreme like up upbringing mm-hmm. that like not a lot of people have gone through, and it is like whoa you wait what something that I find perfectly normal yeah yeah, yeah that shit is. kind of rolls like, off wait, your back what? but other people be like what you yeah like, wow and you experienced like, that yeah like, oh, that was and, life yeah like that's just exactly. And I would see like how they were brought up and how they deal with certain things, and then kind of looking at them and not knowing, oh wow, you're whoa, like seeing that they live a completely different life and they don't even, they would never even be able to understand or never care to understand. That's another thing. Like, mm. They won't even bother to try to get it, to try to understand it. That's another thing. And yeah. <clears throat> that's like really heavy. So I now know that it is, now I actually do need to, they don't need to come from the same, not trauma, because that's trauma bonding. Mm. Yeah. That's, and that, whoo, <laughs> that's a whole other yeah. thing. But dating someone who just, or being with someone, even having, sharing friendships with people who just don't care to even understand. Because yeah. you can, I don't want to like have all, everyone around me who's the same. That's, we can't grow that way. But at least like the first step is to want to understand to try to understand i, I think even we can grow that way with, with the sense of like knowing where we came from and mm-hmm. at least knowing that we want to do better absolutely you know what i mean and i think as long as we could be like all right we're set on that we could agree on that like finding some sort of like foundation yeah yeah, because I think of like the generations before me and everybody kind of did a little bit better than the generation before them mm-hmm. you know what i mean to the point where like yeah. Yeah. I feel like. I'll take you know, I'll take it a little further, you know, than, than your parents did. Yeah, like our generation I feel is really good at being self aware. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, or at least, you know, we're trying to A lot of people, be. I think, or a lot of people are really accessing that parts of themselves and, like, trying to work through that mm-hmm. generational trauma and pave the way to be something different. And I'm excited to see how that, like, Plays continues out. to yeah. play out and manifest in the future because it's going to shape even just, like, a little bit society. Like, I think... Absolutely. Um, like, for me, based on, you know, like, how the trauma that we dealt with and, like, how we grew up, it, I think, really made, like, hookup culture super big for, like, our 20s and all that. Like, I feel like that was a product of... Even if I think a lot of people had two-parent households, I think there was still a lot of fucked-up relationships because of, like, residual seeing their parents stay in these relationships that they weren't happy in. Like, I feel like there's a lot of that. Oh, yeah. And so now we reached a point of like, well, I don't want to be in a relationship at all, mm-hmm. but because I don't want to be in a relationship at all, I'm just like hopping around. And I feel like that was almost like a generational trauma response. Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. big surge of hookup culture. But I feel like everyone who was part of that time as we're like getting older, we're sort of like, whoa, I'm drained. I can't do yeah, this like, anymore. I'm like I'm, I'm ready exhausted. to kind of just like move with intention. And put my time and energy into something that I'm actually receiving things out of. Yeah. Um, but that takes like a lot of personal understanding. Um, and some people just don't mm. want that. No. Or have that. They don't want it, they don't have mm-hmm. it, they don't get it, they're afraid of it a lot. Or you see those you see those posts <laughs> like our grand our grandmothers never, you know, like they stayed at home, they did this and then <laughs> to counter that someone said well yeah our grandmothers you know were getting cheated on and she was miserable <laughs> she was miserable she was mad granddaddy had my grandfather himself <laughs> 15 kids like <laughs> that's a lot of kids that's a lot of kids it's a lot of kids yeah well i think that was a beautiful conversation guys Yes, it was. I'm glad, glad we circled it no, all back. I'm glad we circled it. No, I think we really did. Yeah, um, that's we we always do. Do you <laughs> you know? Do you have anything you want to shout out in the end? I mean, um, sheesh. Uh, when's this, this is coming out Wednesday, right? Yeah, it's coming out Wednesday. Okay, um, I'm gonna be DJing at Premium Roots this Saturday, the sixth at seven. Um, the tenth, I'm gonna be at Fish and Chicks for mm. R&B on a Wednesday, six to ten p.m. Come pop out. Get your little two-step on. Get your wine on. All that. Ooh, okay. um, let's see. What, what, what we got oh, Ovi Josie. I'm, I'm gonna be rocking with him during his set of SOBs on the 23rd. Um, yeah, the uh, the music and wine festival, the Hudson Valley Music and Wine Festival, uh, okay. September 3rd. Oh, okay. We um, get tickets for that. Yes. yes. I got I got tickets <laughs> with me in the car. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> So, I'm ready, stay ready. But yeah, um, and some other things, but you know, the, the ink ain't dry on that yet. Oh, so no, that's we'll exciting. Thank you for plugging all that. You know, everybody in the Hudson Valley, pop out. Raps I was looking for shit to you. Busy. Your boy Raps, he's, yeah, yeah. he's supplying the tunes, the vibes. Thank you for being a really yeah. good yeah. Our Thank first. you guys for having me. I'm, we appreciate I'm, it. I'm you. honored. Oh my gosh. We are um, honored. Thank you. As always, the T Girls. Tiara and Tajay are very thankful for your listening, Always. for your support. Um, we'll see what we have for next week. It's just every week is a surprise. Always a surprise. <laughs> Always a surprise. <laughs> just living life, existing. Thank you again, and we will see you all next week. 
Bye.